0: Dr. Geneva Speaks. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks, where you'll hear amazing leaders from across the nation and around the world. Your host, Dr. Geneva Williams, a cutting-edge, transformational leadership coach, hopes and believes this show will enlighten, entertain, and inspire you to make a difference in the world. So listen up as Dr. Geneva Speaks. Is Dr. Geneva, and welcome to our second season premiere show, as we take a look into the heads and hearts of leaders and the greater purpose they inspire in others. Now you know, Mm -hmm. in our first season, we talked to over thirty leaders from all walks of life, from all across country, and if you're interested in listening to any of those episodes, you can find them on iTunes. But for right now, we're going to step back for a moment to the 80s and the 90s, and i want to ask you a question. Are you a fly leader? Now, that slang word fly back then meant cool, in style, hip. Like, wow, that car is fly, or uh, what a fly outfit. So to answer, are you a fly leader for today's time as we fast forward to the present, I have as my guest the fly coach, Latoya Williams-Johnson. Latoya is a speaker, author, thought leader, self-love ambassador, and the owner of Fly Business Consulting Coaching, LLC. And her company helps entrepreneurs be all they can can and should be through leadership development, innovative branding and marketing strategies, and solid business practices that work. She founded the Journey to Self-Love Challenge, an online sisterhood of thousands of women to whom she gives inspiration, insights, and new thoughts about how to live more empowered lives. A master networking powerhouse and communicator, and trained and mentored by renowned motivational speaker Les Brown, LaToya also is global director of the Pinkpreneur Network, I am just so excited that she's with us today. How are you, LaToya? I'm doing wonderful, Dr. Geneva. How are you today? Oh, just wonderful, wonderful. Good. Thank it you so much day for day. having me on the show. Oh, it is our pleasure, our pleasure. And you know, LaToya, we, we always like to to start our episodes and with our guests by just finding out a little bit about you. So why don't you tell us about you? Okay. Well, just a little bit about me. Um, I'll start back um, a little bit about my childhood and my upbringing. I was um, in foster care from the ages of four until I was ten. Um, I was not raised by my mother, of course, and I, I, don't, I never really met my father. And so uh, my upbringing was a little unstable, Right. Until I was 10 years old, I went to live with a lady in New York. Um, that's where I was born and, and partially raised in New York, far right away. And so mm-hmm. I lived with an older woman uh, by the name of Kathleen Washington, and she actually lives here in Virginia now, and we I visit her often. But she was the first person that really gave me that stable environment in my life at the age of 10. Um, excuse me, at the age of six, and I stayed with her until I was 10. And then at the age of 10, um, her her daughter actually had a baby, and she had to decide whether she was going to take care of me or she was going to raise her grandchild. And she was up in age, Dr. Geneva, in her 50s, right? And so it was going to be a little difficult for her. And, she, of course, she chose to raise her grandchild. And although my mother was incarcerated at the time, she did still have some influence in where I would be placed, my brother and myself, although he was in a detention center. But um, So she decided to have me come to Virginia to live with my great aunt. And so at 10 years old, <laughs> I was on a plane from New York to Virginia all by myself. I'll never forget, I had oh, on a pair of purple bifocals. Yes, a pair of purple bifocals, a little 10-year-old with her bags, and I think I had on a plaid suit. And I was just yeah. all by myself going to live with this family who I knew nothing about because I really – I never had my own family. I didn't have any identification with them. So it was a little precarious, you know, getting started, and it was just a, a rocky road. But um, I believe everything is for a reason, everything that we experience in life has a purpose. And so I know that, you know, that experience was really just to groom me to who I am today. So, hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Latoya, so you being in the foster care system, and, and certainly that that um, you know, as, as you mentioned, was a challenge, uh, discovering your own roots and your own self um, was probably a, a challenge for you even at, at, at that age. Can you tell us a little bit about that and tell us, does, did your childhood have um, any influence on uh, what is the work you do today? Mm -hmm. Sure. I think it did. I I believe that, you know, as a young person, if you don't know who your father is, you don't really have your identity. And so I was in a place where I was very insecure. I felt lonely often. Um, I didn't have anyone there consistently to affirm me and tell me what my skills were, you know, the things that I was good at, my gifts, and just to really let me know that I was important like my children mm-hmm. do today. You know, they have both of okay. their parents. This is totally different. And so I mm-hmm. believe that feeling displaced as a young person and feeling kind of abandoned, it made me really, it, it brought out the compassion in me. It wasn't initially mm-hmm. because I was too mm-hmm. detached from family and just emotions, but mm-hmm. as I became more conscious of what happened to me and the experiences and what it all meant, and this was well into mm-hmm. my 20s, that's okay. when okay. it really activated who I really was and I believe that mm-hmm. the way that I'm able to relate to women who are hurting and just people in general mm-hmm. and the the nurturing, right? And besides the inherent um need that we as women have to nurture other people, I think it kind of really amplified that because it was something that I didn't experience. So I really can relate to those people who feel abandoned and they feel like no one cares about them at certain times in their lives. And those people who can't really disassociate from their experiences, they still let those experiences affect them the same way they did when they were younger. So just to know Mm -hmm. that people are hurting and know that I was once in that place. I think that does it does resonate with me now, and it helps me um, to engage with those ladies now. Mm-hmm. So you find that uh, a connection with them, and I'm sure they find connections with you very spontaneously. When I would they, say, so. when they hear your when they hear your story, and and so so you mentioned. Um, uh, a woman who was very uh, influential in your life at, at a young age. Were there others who uh, inspired you or made a difference growing up? Mm-hmm, sure. Yes, my aunt uh, Michelle, who was the one who raised me from ten until I was, you know, an adult. She just her mm-hmm. strength. She was a very she's a very strong woman and the sacrifices. Um, you know, I have another lady in my life who is like my mother. She's my godmother, and she really kind of she really connected with me at an early age and just so many women um up until now I just I think I'm just a magnet for people who want to take care of me and look out for me you know mostly women who are older i always as a young person I always kind of got along better with my friends parents and their grandparents than i did uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. with my friends. So, yes, even now with, you know, my relationship with um, my mentor, Felicia Phillips, who is the founder of the Pink Newer Network, I think it's just, okay. it's just, a, just a testament of um, how my life has been, just people who really want to um, nurture me and make sure that I'm guided in the right way. What was What, would you, what was your aha moment when mm-hmm. you knew that um, what you were doing, what you're doing now, would would really be your path in life? Hmm. I would say it was in 2014 at the end of 2014 when I went to New York to be trained and mentored by Les Brown. Um, On the last day, yes, the last day that we were with him, and he's all about creating the experience back to Geneva, so he doesn't just bring people together and just give them information or motivate them, but it's really about you walking away, feeling good about yourself and what you're doing. And so Mm -hmm. he had us all hold hands at the end of the day, and he spoke over us, and he said, you have a voice. There are people who will only respond to you. He said, when I speak or when Lisa Nichols speaks, they will hear us with their ears. But when you speak, they will hear you with their hearts, and their lives will never be the same again. They will be mm-hmm. transformed because of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those words actually sat with me for about 30 days after he spoke them because they were just so profound. And even saying them now, every time I say it, I get chills because I truly believe that there are certain people who I and you and, you know, everyone else who's called to lead and to serve, there are certain people who we're meant to touch their lives. They're just for us and and that, that God will put them in our path so that we can have impact for them. And so hearing those words and just being in the presence of so many other individuals who are motivated to really use their lives as an example of the possibilities of what could happen, right? If you think positive, if you love other people, if you're open to collaboration, if you're if you're humble. And so that was really my aha moment where I said, Okay, you know what, this is bigger than me, right? It's something that mm-hmm. I'm really supposed to do and it's really tied to my destiny. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So you got your aha moment with uh Les Brown and now you're the uh you're you're a fly. Well, so tell us, what does that mean? Yes. Yeah, so Fli- Fli- yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the FLY um, brand, it's, it's a double entendre acronym. So on the, the self-love and empowerment side, it stands for First Love Yourself, and that is oh, the community okay. that I started mm-hmm, about a year ago and, um, you know, that I've been nurturing and pouring into those ladies over the course of the, about 12 months. And then the um, – the business side, it stands for first launch your business, and that's why it's this new and aspiring entrepreneurs oh. to, yeah, to launch their businesses full-time while they work part-time on their purpose. One of my favorite quotes, Dr. Geneva, by mm-hmm. um, the amazing Dr. Miles Monroe, it says, your job is what you get paid to do, but your work is what you were born to do. So find your work and make it your job, and you'll never, ever be unemployed unemployed again. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of my passions is to really help people to just kind of, you know, gradually make measurable progress in reasonable time if their desire is to disassociate with corporate America or just to live a little more true to themselves and do things that resonate with who they are and use their gifts and their skills and their talents and their leadership to really propel their lives and and to empower them for economic empowerment and, you know, individuality and just that independence that comes along with doing your own thing and really being fly, as you stated earlier, kind of like the 90s, (laughs) right, Uh meaning. But it having a a couple other um, underlying meanings as well. All right. So a trip back to the 80s, but it really has the real meaning in today's context uh,
1: and today's
0: life. So if mm-hmm. you're just to well, listening audience, if you're just joining us here on Dr. Geneva Speaks, my guest is the fly coach, uh, Latonya Johnson, and we're talking about what fly means in, in current context, first love yourself, and then with the other first launch your business, what was the second one? Yes, first launch your business, that's correct. First, launch your business. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got a double entendre going here with uh, Fly. Mm-hmm. So, so Latoya, what does a Fly businesswoman look like? Describe, mm-hmm. describe her to us. Okay. Well, a Fly businesswoman is going to be, most most of the time she's going to be a parallelpreneur, so she's going to be working full-time on her job. But she says to herself, you know what, I know that there's something greater for me. I know that my path." You know, the the path to my life does not dead end here at this job where I'm having other people pull my strings. And so what she's doing is she's really trying to um, accelerate her life and her business, her career, by learning new skills and cultivating the leader and the entrepreneur in her. And so she may need some guidance. She may need some of the, the, the reminders of the basic business principles and some of the fundamentals to put in place, building relationships, communication, problem solving, and to really get to the next level. So she's very motivated and ambitious, but she's not complacent at all. She knows that there's something more on the other side of her, her go-getter attitude and that spirit of just being um, amazing and then really maximizing who she is and the possibilities for her life. Hmm. And so how does she get to that other side? Mm -hmm. Well, the way you get to it, number one, is through education. You get through it through education and really um, surrounding yourself with like-minded people and having the right people in your corner. So the first thing that, we all, that I always suggest anyone to do is to first decide what it is that you want to do. So you have to know what your goal is, where you're going, so that you can map that out. So it's really about strategizing what your plan is, how you want to show up in the marketplace, and knowing and believing that that has significant value. And then most of the time for the ladies, they really have to elevate. I mean, that's what I had to do is once I decided I really had to change my circle of influence and change my friends. I needed new mentors, new relationships, um, you know, just new everything. And so that's another thing that needs to be done is just kind of strip down some of the old stifling beliefs and say, you know what, if this is going to go to a higher level, if I'm going to fly with eagles, (laughs) I have to realize Mm -hmm. I have to do some, there has to be some new associations. So those Mm -hmm. things are important. And then lastly, just being open, being open to mentorship, being open to individuals who want to pour into you who, have, who are where you plan to go and just humbling yourself and saying, you know, I don't know everything. I do need help with networking. I do need help with um, understanding this, the psychology of sales. Or I do need help with, um, you know, my presentation and how I show up in, when I walk in a room, all of those things. So those are the three key elements for where she would start. Mm-hmm. So, so first figuring out what it is you want to do, um, the yeah. purpose, sort of like the why you're doing uh, this particular business. And then sure. you mentioned, uh, you talked about elevation and changing your circle of influencers. How do you know uh, who and when to change? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, yes, I, believe, I believe heavily in energy. So, okay. and discernment, and I believe that those those natural gifts will guide you, but you have mm-hmm. to be connected. So, like, for example, I've spoken with over 60 entrepreneurs in the last three weeks, and I have a lot of opportunities right now, quite a few opportunities to um, bring individuals on board for partnerships, but I'm very selective about who I even offer those opportunities mm-hmm. too, but number mm-hmm. one just based off of the energy that I get from them throughout our conversation just listening more mm-hmm. than I speak mm-hmm. and just picking okay. up on you know picking up on what's important to them and seeing if everything is in alignment and sometimes it's just about timing sometimes it's about really not just um, saying okay is this the person I need to connect with right now and do something with them right now are they supposed to be my mentor right now it's more so about planting the seed and really building on that seed, right, in that connection. I have a quote that I came up with. It says that there are three things that must be built and no matter who's involved and they are businesses, homes and relationships. So sometimes it's just about planting the seed and really getting to know the person, building a relationship on trust and loyalty and respect. And maybe it may not be a good fit until down the road. But I think if you stay connected that's really important, and and you'll know you'll know who's a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking with Latoya Johnson, and she's the Fly Coach. First, love yourself, and she works with a lot of entrepreneurs, giving her uh, giving them some terrific advice and some steps and techniques. So, Latoya, tell us, you know, so you're, you're working with all of these entrepreneurs, and and uh, mostly women yes are they mostly women uh, yes, female they are female entrepreneurs mm-hmm. you're working with them are they also leaders that you see what 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 does leadership mean to an entrepreneur mhm mm-hmm. sure i believe that um everyone has the capability to be a leader i believe it's about cultivating that leadership in the person and really what it means is For example, we know, um, being the the thinkers and and the innovators, right, we know that success and and being a leader, it really is less about what you do, right? It's about 15% what you do, but it's really about 80% who you are. And so one example of that is the fact that CEOs of these big corporations, they don't get paid for little mundane tasks they get paid for who they are, so how they mm-hmm. communicate, mm-hmm. how well they solve problems, mm-hmm. how they build relationships, right? And, and mm-hmm. so, you know, how well they listen, all those things, those skills that you can take anywhere in the whole big world, and you can get paid top dollar for those skills, who you are, not what you do. And so I believe that once you get in the presence of of individuals and of of conglomerates and networks of people who believe that and they know that and that's what they operate from, then you're automatically going to start nurturing those skills within yourself. So that goes back to the elevation, right, why it's all about positioning and knowing where Mm -hmm. you should be at specific times so that you can constantly keep growing and cultivating that leader inside of you. Mm. And when do you know when you've become that person? When when do you know when you're the leader, when you're the fly woman? When <laughs> do you know that? I mean, what's mm-hmm. that look like when, when you get it? Yeah, yeah, well, it's it's probably going to come different for everyone because everyone has a different level of leadership, and we're not all meant to be maybe, you know, in the spotlight and be, quote, unquote, the line leader. But to me, really, leadership, it doesn't always show up in the spotlight. Sometimes it can show up mm-hmm. behind the scenes. And so, first of all, you have to know that um, sometimes it's, it's a good idea for a leader to at some point be a follower, like you have to be a good student before you can become a leader. And so if you have been able to humble yourself and partner with people who are Already in higher places than you, if you have three levels to what you do, for example, you have um, you know people who are higher than you and they can help you li- help lift you up, and then you have people on your level who are your peers so you can identify with and you can share your wisdom and expertise and vice versa and then you have maybe those mm-hmm. new entrepreneurs who are coming up and they can reach up to you for your influence mm-hmm. I believe that's mm-hmm. one example when you have that three tiered level of who to who you are, where you have influences on each scale. And that's, that, that, would, that would be a good indication. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I know one of the things that you're involved in, you're the uh, global director of uh, Pink Entrepreneur, Pinkpreneur. Tell us about that. Yes, yes. So Global Director of the Pink Purdue Network. That's actually um it's it's been an amazing opportunity. It actually came about when I went to Atlanta to um, work with my mentor, Felicia Phillips. And I'm always a person who is thinking ahead. I'm always thinking how I can add value to someone. I personally believe that you can add value for a billionaire, right, a millionaire or a billionaire, because everyone has a pain point, no matter who they are. They have something that they want to accomplish. And so if you are uh, keen enough to Pay attention and see what it is that this person needs. How can I serve them? How can I help them get to the next level? If you sometimes take the spotlight off of yourself and put it on someone else, you'll see that everything will change for you. And so that's pretty much what I did. I went to Felicia, and I asked her what was her main objective with her network, and she said, of course, it was expand the network. And I said, well, I think I have a way that I can help you do that. And so she said, okay. I said, well, I can, I've built relationships with a lot of women over the past two years, and I believe that they will be interested in bringing the um, Six Figure Mastermind to their cities. And she said, okay, let's do it. We'll do a 10-city tour. And within about mm-hmm. three weeks, I had booked about 15 cities in two countries. So we came back to the table, mm-hmm. and she said, okay, mm-hmm. well, let's bring you on as the global director because this is amazing. Like, this is really taking off, and let's just do this as long as there's a need, as long as we can champion economic empowerment for women all across the world, and mm-hmm. that's what we've done. And so it just all started mm-hmm. from the thought that, you know what, I can be valuable in this situation, and here's what I have to offer you mm-hmm. to help you get mm-hmm. to the next mm-hmm. level, Right. And that's mm-hmm. the type of leadership behind the themes, right, that I, that I was referring to earlier. Mm-hmm. So what happens? So you've got 15 cities that you're in, and I think the closest one to where I'm broadcasting from is in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I, I think it's in December, but I know you're going to all these cities. So if if someone were to come to one of these cities, uh, Sessions forums that you have. What would happen? What do you yes, do? with yes. them? absolutely. Was, well, we have about. Yeah. Mhm. Okay, so we have about twenty cities booked, but we don't have them all on our website because we don't have the actual um, the venues yet. But we have you know okay. a lot more in the pipeline. So, but when okay. we get there, the great thing about it, Dr. Geneva, is that. I'm sure you've experienced where you go to a lot of conferences and events, and they get you, you know, a lot of people in the room, and they get them all excited, and, you know, you just throw a lot of information at them, and they keep them there for three or four days and feed them mint and, can, and candy and water, right? But uh-huh. really there's, there's not a whole lot of substance to what they've, what they've gained for the in exchange for their investment. They don't have anything tangible. that They can say, okay, this is what I can put into my business and implement right away so that I can get a return on my investment. So we're saying, okay, we have to we have to go higher. We have to start giving people a return on their investment immediately, creating that environment where they can see a change, where they can get relationships built, where they can take massive action right there in the room. So if mm. Any, any female entrepreneur, regardless if she is in her, the business is in its infancy stage, whether it's an intermediate or she's a seasoned entrepreneur, you come in the room, bring your laptop, you bring whatever products, services, programs, events that you're working on, and we help you right then and there, okay? Mm. So it's about implementation. It's about getting it done. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that's important is accountability, We know, because we understand business, that really business principles, those are old, right? Fundamentals are hundreds of years old, and they're going to be Mm -hmm. the same 100 years from now that they are today. And there's really not a whole lot of new content out there. I mean, you can put a different spin on things. I have some ways that I have been able to nurture my community and network that might be new to a lot of people. But at the end of the day, the value comes in, what did you do right now? What can you do right Right. at the moment to elevate your business? And so that's what's different. and of course we are you know we're treating all the ladies like royalty the whole weekend we want to really bring that Mm -hmm. five-star six-figure experience which really Mm -hmm. your atmosphere the atmosphere you're in it really elevates your confidence and so we want to bring the experience right the six-figure experience to the ladies even though they might not be making six figures right now this is what this is what you're striving for and so we want to bring you that experience now so you can see where you're going and how your lifestyle will change Wow, that sounds so exciting, and I love the fact that you can, you know, you're talking about going to a conference where right there you can get to work, you can get it on, you can get your leadership on yes. right there in the session if you're an yes. entrepreneur, and you, and you said you can bring, you know, you bring your product, you bring your service, and you get immediate help. Right there, uh, that that's phenomenal. Well, I'm sure anyone who wants to and everyone who's listening should really be interested in something like this. Go to your website, and what's that website? Yes, the website is six www.TheSixFigureMastermind.com. And I just want to add one thing mm-hmm. to that, Dr. Janine. Mm-hmm. I want to add one thing. Mm-hmm. As far as the technology, we know that, you know, for most entrepreneurs, well, all really, if you don't have a, a presence online, a social media yeah. presence, You're going to be out of business in the next five years, right? That's just a fact, okay? So here's a problem, though. A lot of entrepreneurs, they say, you know what, I've been on Facebook for two years, and I've been putting out my best content, but it's not connecting. Nobody's responding. I'm not getting the engagement. The reason why is because your audience probably isn't on Facebook. Your audience uh, may be on LinkedIn, or your audience may be on Periscope, but you don't even have an account. So here's what you're going to do. When uh, you come in the room, you don't have a Periscope, or LinkedIn account. You create it right now. You've never done a scope. You're going to do your first scope right now. We're going to be your audience. Oh, that's, so everybody's that's going to do – we're going to elevate everybody right in technology there. as well. Yes. Yeah. Right right there in the room. Well the, I just can't tell you how excited I am, I'm excited by that conference. I do want to ask you, mm-hmm. um, we only have a couple of seconds, but could you just let us know, is this going to be part of your legacy that you want to leave to help women become economically empowered through fly, mm-hmm. first loving yourself? Yes. Well, I believe that everything that we do is, you know, it's going to speak to our legacy in some way. With my brand, which is the fly business coaching and being the fly coach, and then, of course, working um, as a predominant role under the Pinkpreneur Network, I think together it does have a lasting impact, and it will be um, something that people will say for years to come that, you know what, because of this movement, because of this partnership, We were able to really champion economic empowerment and bring back philanthropy in some of our cities that are really striving to go to the next level. Yes, just wonderful. Thank you so much, Latoya Johnson. Thank you, uh, Fly Coach. Thank you so much for uh, being with us um, again. Our listeners, go to the website Six Figure Mastermind and. Go to these, and you can just learn how to do things hands on. We certainly appreciate, Latoya, everything you shared with us all your one, two, three steps and how your passion for, uh, for your this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks. Dr. Geneva Williams, an expert facilitator and leadership coach, lecturer, and keynote speaker. For more information on Dr. Geneva, visit her online at www.drgenevaspeaks.com. That's drgenevaspeaks.com.